Have I been talking about Rodgers that much? Is this something that I've been doing to the point? In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! In the Big Ten Championship! He's in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup of Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. Because they won a game, and they still will not be ranked again this season. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out here in the 98.9 The Game and the Jack FM studios. What's happening out there, uh, people, here on this first day of the week, January 15th, 2024. And we got a good show lined up for you, as always. And, of course, coming up here, we got a lot to uh, recap from the world of uh, local sports as we had high school basketball on a Friday to talk about, a Saturday there as well, that big matchup in Altamont. And uh, we got a lot of other things to uh, hit up on uh, from uh, that perspective and uh, get you set for the schedule today and beyond. We'll also be taking a peek at other basketball as well, some NBA, some college basketball as well. We'll probably uh, save the majority of the chunk of the uh, line I talk for tomorrow's program like we always do on a Tuesdays, but uh, throw some college basketball in there today. And, of course, we'll hit up on everything that happened in the wild card weekend there in the NFL and even continues today and tonight as well, thanks to that uh, postponement for that Pittsburgh and Buffalo uh, game, which it still looks like crazy scenes there in uh, Buffalo uh, to even get the game on for today. But, uh, we'll hit up on that as well, and uh, we'll also be getting to the uh, post weekend. So it's the top three, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend and coming as well. And whatever you don't get to here in the Trusher Show, we'll get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion as well. And you know where to find that uh, favorite pods and our website fmradio.com as well. Mm-hmm. I like to give a, a shout out to uh, McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Totopolis State of Bank for sponsoring the uh, show and sponsoring the podcast as well. All right, so we got a lot to get to here today, and we need to uh, jump right into it here on this post overreaction Monday here on the starting lineup. So let's get right into it and let's hit it up with a segment we call First Things First. 
before we get into the show. First things first. And, of course, there's only one thing to open up with today, and that's the NFL, and that's Super Wild Card Weekend. As what ended up happening that we ended up having a staggered of doubleheaders on Saturday, Sunday, and we got a doubleheader today due to the weather in Buffalo. So uh, things kicked off there on a Saturday for Super Wild Card Weekend, and that was a matchup with the Texans and the Browns as it was the Texans coming out of victorious and they come out of pretty handedly as well they won 45 to 14 over the uh, brownies i know that it was a nice story for joe flacco to uh, get there to the uh, postseason and uh, lead uh, cleveland there despite having a mixed match of quarterbacks there but there's only one quarterback that you need to be talking about here, and that is the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud uh, there. I told everybody that would listen, the guy's a stud, and uh, sure enough, he, he was, and he proved uh, to be that there. And Houston was pretty dominant there on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Second half and on, uh, it was kind of back and forth uh, there, or at least from when I saw it, but then I had to get going to Altamont for that uh, NTC-CIC shootout. But from what I, I saw of it, the Texans ended up dominating the second half there and ended up going away and blowing them out there 45-14. to 14. Yeah, just amazing to where this Texans team is. It's crazy. I mean, entering the season, there is no way anyone thought this is where they would be. Yeah. Like. No if, doubt. If I told you Houston Texans, after having the number two pick and having all the issues that they've had the past two, three years, Mm-hmm. that they are going to win a playoff game and some other teams, which we'll talk about in a little bit, won't. Yeah. People would call me nuts. Right. Uh, C.J. Stroud, a 16-21 on a Saturday, 274 yards, three touchdowns, not sacked one time, didn't throw a single interception uh, either. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, The guy is a stud, and uh, he had touchdown passes to uh, Nico Collins, there as well, Dalton Schultz. He only had one reception, but it was that big grab, that 37-yard touchdown. And also uh, Bevan Jordan caught the other touchdown there for CJ. And so you have a rookie quarterback, but you also have a first-year head coach there in D'Amico Ryans yep. as well, tag-teaming for Houston there. And, Travis, I, I hate to say it, but I, I kind of wish these two teams wouldn't have faced off because they were both such great stories. Right. You know, when Deshaun Watson went down, I think everyone said, all right, that's it for the Browns. Like, they're oh, yeah. done. They have Joe Flacco as their starting quarterback. There's no way they're making anything happening. And I hate that they had to face each other for round. Right. I would have liked to have seen this matchup a little bit later on instead of just the round one and someone's playoff ending now of mm-hmm. those two teams. Um, but, I mean, the Texans showed up, and they, like you said, dominated. The Browns didn't score a single point in the second half. It was It was over. I mean, O V E R over. Yeah, it really was. And I mean, really, when Deshaun Watson went down for the year, it wasn't even Joe Flacco there at the no, very no. beginning. You know, they had uh, Jeff Driscoll, mm-hmm. PJ Walker, Thompson Robinson. That's not a uh, team there as a well. Team. <laughs> yeah. And then they had to go to Joe Flacco there towards the end Joe of the Flacco. season. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and he comes in here and yeah. leads the team to the playoffs. But. 
yeah, it, it was a nice story, but uh, ultimately they couldn't overcome that. No, no. So, uh, also other bevy of injuries as well. I mean, yeah. Kareem Hunt goes down there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, somebody else went down as well. Yep. I think so. Or Chubb. It was Chubb. Chubb went down. Who went yeah. down there early in the season uh, there. So, uh, yeah, lots to overcome there. Yep. And uh, Cleveland couldn't do it. But Houston, D'Amico Ryan's and C.J. Stroud mm-hmm. on a two of the uh, next round there in the AFC. And then we also had on a, a chilly night there in uh, Kansas City, to say the least, as they did not postpone this game. Uh, but they didn't even move it. I thought that I was almost gotten fooled by the internet, potentially moving the game to another city in Missouri oh. that used to have an NFL team uh-huh. that has a dome stadium yep. that's currently unused. But they didn't, as uh, the Chiefs ended up winning here 26-27 to uh, 27 over the Dolphins. So uh, the Dolphins, they had a nice run. Tua started every game, played every game. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, just got matched up in the playoffs with the Chiefs in minus 20-degree temperatures uh, there. And uh, Kansas City ended up getting it done. The uh, Dolphins only scored a touchdown there in the second quarter. And, and then that was it uh, for them. They couldn't get anything going uh, there. And the Chiefs win again, and they win an arrowhead uh, there and in the Dolphins' season. Again, uh, this I, I'm sure – Travis, Miami would have gladly taken back some of those 70 points they put up earlier in the year uh, <laughs> sure. to, to have in this game. If they yeah. could have taken those points and, and put them in this game, they'd win this game. But unfortunately, uh, Kansas City how to show up when the playoffs start. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs, decline of the Chiefs may be greatly exaggerated, um, possibly. We'll have to see how they do in the next round. But they looked like that Kansas City team that we've become accustomed to on Saturday night. Right, and unfortunately for Dolphin fans, it just seems like more of the same. Uh, You had a big game the week prior against Buffalo, and you lose that one, and and then you have a great season, but you end up losing in the playoffs, and so all that great things that you did in the regular season just kind of go to waste. Mm -hmm. You're like, ah, here we are again. We lose again uh, here. And uh, were the Dolphins frauds? I mean – they lost to Buffalo twice. They lost to Philly when they were good. They lost to KC in Germany, and they lost to Baltimore as well. I mean, they did have a loss to the Titans as well by a point later in the year, but were they frauds? I don't know. They just beat up on I, all the bad teams? It's so hard to tell in today's NFL, Travis. Like, yeah. like a win in the regular season – doesn't matter when you get to the postseason because these teams play differently in the postseason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like saying, oh, well, we're taking on a team in the MLB playoffs and we swept them in September when they rested all their starters. Is it, is it right. still the same? No, it's not. Yeah. And sometimes you have to wonder in the NFL, a team like the Chiefs, who kind of, even though it was a down year for the Chiefs, they still knew they were going to win the division. They still had that locked up. Mm-hmm. So how much in the regular season, once they weren't that one seed, were they kind of just like, all righty, like it's not we're not we're gonna play hard, but we're not gonna play as hard because there's no there's no advantage of being a two or a three in the first round. Now obviously it helps you second and third and so on, mm-hmm. but if you're not gonna be that one with the bye, 
what's the difference between being the two and the three? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. So uh, the Chiefs turn it on when they uh, need it the most, yep. and uh, they move on. And so they'll have to uh, wait, see who their matchup is, depending on the outcome of today's game. Yep. Uh, but we had two NFC matchups there yesterday, as we were supposed to have the Steelers and the Bills. But right. due to that uh, weather and the snowstorm that hit the New York area, that game got postponed, and it got postponed to today at a 3.30 for the kickoff there in Orchard Park. And mm-hmm. stadium still looks crazy. Uh, Bills fans still, Bills Mafia trying to get the seats covered. I think they've abandoned that idea, what Greeny was just talking about. Uh, he just a couple of minutes ago before we came on the air and just kind of clearing things off the best they can. Uh, major snowstorm hitting Buffalo area caused that. And I was like, well, what am I going to do until the Cowboys and Packers game started? <sighs> yeah, that Illini game, but we'll get into yeah. it. Uh, so the day didn't start off very well for me yesterday, and it just didn't get any better as it went along <laughs> as the Packers uh, dropped 48 points on this Cowboys defense. And Cowboys made it close, but it was a shame because it wasn't close. 48-32 ended up being the final, but the Packers may have struggled again with uh, Jordan Love. might have to apologize. Yeah. To him, he might be the guy there in Green Bay. Uh, but, my gosh, talk about frauds. The yeah. Cowboys can't get it done in the postseason yet again. And they got blown out here at home. Yeah. It wasn't even close. No. And the scoreboard says it, but it wasn't. Green Bay wins, and Dallas eliminated again. Don't even win one this time around. They're out in the wild card round. Is it? Obviously, McCarthy, we already knew, is on the hot seat. I think he's gone. I yeah. I would be shocked if he is coaching this team next year. Right. Is it time to move on from Dak? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of that conversation right now. I, 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 I... A lot of the a lot of the blame is being placed on the defense today because of the uh, offensive performance right. by uh, Green Bay right. and whatnot, so that wasn't all Dak's no, fault. No, no. But, it, I mean, a couple of the interceptions in the first points, half. You should be in a game. Some of those were garbage points. But still, you put up 32 points, you should be in a game. Yeah. Regardless of when you get the points, if I told an NFL coach you're going to put up 32 points today, you're going to go, all right, we're in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... I Travis, I don't know if this is fixable. It's beyond repair. I I I think it is a out of touch owner who doesn't know how the NFL works anymore. Yeah. With a franchise that has for the past twenty years lived off its name. Oh yeah. That is starting to lose that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where you go. Right, exactly. I don't know what the next step is to try to repair it. Mm -hmm. And I think Harbaugh? Yeah, and I think that's why maybe hold on to Dak for a little bit longer because I think it's easier to replace a coach, especially with what's out there, 
currently right now if they wanted to go that Harbaugh route, which I didn't hear anyone really talk about, mm-hmm. uh, but also another route that everyone was kind of maybe having a little bit of fun with was Bill Belichick as well if they got yeah. rid of McCarthy. Yep. But I don't know how those egos no, clash Jerry with Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick. No, 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 no. But he's a proven winner, though. doesn't matter. He's not giving up control. <laughs> I know Bill. He won't give it up to his own son. I know Bill hasn't won without Tom Brady, really. But but still, he, he would have had him ready to go there uh, yesterday, uh, the old ball coach. But I, I think with, with what's out there, I think it's easier to replace McCarthy. And uh, Dan Quinn is on the chopping block as well now. And he was also talked about in some head coaching gigs as well elsewhere mm-hmm. uh, besides in Dallas potentially. So, uh, But it, we're getting to that point where Dallas living off the reputation that they had in the 90s, that Jerry Jones wants to live up to the standards. We're getting to the point where Dax – not long for, for Dallas and if he can't keep getting it done in the and, biggest moments. And again, desperate men do desperate things. Yeah. And Jerry Jones is getting desperate. Right. He wants another one, and he knows the clock is against him. I mean, hell, you, you joked about the Bears uh, grabbing uh, Harbaugh and then grabbing J.J. McCarthy in the draft. J.J. McCarthy declared for the draft, so yeah. who's to say Dallas doesn't make that splash higher Harbaugh and then draft McCarthy later on. Or do they try to trade up? Do they try yeah. to get a top four pick using Dak? Right. No, that's desperation. Right that's there. what I'm saying. <laughs> a desperate man will do desperate things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if you are desperate enough, you call in the Patriots and saying, hey, or you call in the Cardinals if they're sticking with Kyler Murray. Are you calling the Cardinals and saying, hey, hmm. we'll give you, or, or again, the Patriots, we'll give you Dak and our first round for your first rounder? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. That could be a route. I mean, I mean, that's something I think you seriously have to think about right now because yep. that's where we're at with this Cowboys team. Mm-hmm. I, I think – Jerry Jones has to do something to make the nation, the, the Cowboy Nation, believe he is willing to fix this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's either a big head coaching change of a, of a like you said, a, a sexy name. Yep. And there's not a whole lot of those out there. Or it's a change at quarterback, whether it is Dak's responsibility or not. He's the face. He's the one you just paid. Yeah. You paid him and you let a lot of other people go. Mm-hmm. And if you get rid of McCarthy, he's been calling the plays since yep. they got rid of uh, Kellen Moore. Uh, so you'll yep. have to have Dak integrated with a new offensive system potentially if you got rid of McCarthy, which I don't think it's an if. I think he's, he's gone. Uh, it's only a matter of time yep. before we get the news that they fired it, that they'll fire McCarthy. But again, who's who's the person? Who's next? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's who you got to look or out for. Does Jerry Jones, Travis, do something as crazy as trade with Washington? Ooh. Does he offer Dak to the commanders? <laughs> division rival. For their second, is that how desperate he is? I don't know. That's desperate. That is. That is desperation. <sighs> mm. We'll see what route goes there in Dallas. But, yeah, it's getting towards that time of desperation for sure. Yep. 
And then in the nightcap, we had the uh, story there with the uh, Lions and the Rams. Matthew Stafford returns to Detroit, and it was the Lions snatching things away there as they hold on. A feverish comeback by the Rams, uh, but it falls one point short. And Detroit, stand up today. You deserve this one. Uh, I know that, you know, Stafford got banged up there, and could that have been a roughing the quarterback potentially was Nakua hold, held there late in the game, uh, but I think Detroit earned this one, mm-hmm. and they deserve this one. They haven't won one since I was born yep. there in Detroit, so uh, they win 24-23. I was going to say, Travis, just because it's your Rams, don't you dare try to take this no. from the Detroit fans. No. They've suffered enough. Yeah. You just sh- won a Super Bowl like four years ago. <laughs> exactly. Leave Detroit alone. Tip yeah. your hat. Tip your hat to Jared Goff. You know, everyone yeah. wrote him off as nothing. Yeah, he was big last and night. And he was big last night. And it, that had to be an emotional game for him and an emotional was, yeah. win for him. Basically yeah. going up against a team that basically said, you're not good enough. And then to have them go and win the Super Bowl, that I'm sure it made him question himself a lot. Yeah, most so, definitely. getting that win, big for Jared Goff, big for the Lions. Do I think they're going to make the Super Bowl? No. Mm-hmm. But getting one and getting there. Now, what they love to see, Travis, they love to see Green Bay getting that win against Dallas. Yeah. If they could get Green Bay sooner in the playoffs, they already know they can beat them. Well, and uh, that also means that Green Bay beat Dallas, so that means they're going to have to go to San Francisco yep. on a Saturday. And that win that they were actually cheering for the Packers for, because that means that they're going to host another playoff yep. game yep. next week. Yep. It doesn't matter. They'll either host Philly or Tampa next week. So Which they get another home game. Again, if I'm the Lions, I'm going, let's go Tampa. I, th- I think they have a better chance of beating yeah. Tampa than the Eagles. So maybe I'm not saying it's going to happen, but Travis, at, at this point, you know, I was kind of rooting for the Anything Cowboys. You were rooting for the Rams, obviously. Mm-hmm. At this point, can we all agree we've become Detroit Lions fans? and. Yeah. The Lions in the Super Bowl would be a great thing for it would football. Be. Yeah. I would love awesome Travis story. a Lions Texans Super Bowl. <laughs> How about that? Make it happen. Make it happen. Oof. Let's do it. Mm. I say, well, Lions, it, is a, Bills? it is a Super Bowl. I would take way, that. I want to point out now that the Texans have more playoff wins than the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, they do. They just started their, their <laughs> team in 2002. Yes, they do. I saw that stat. Uh, that does not feel good today. Nope. No, it does not. Uh uh, but we have more games. Speaking of uh, Super Wild Card Weekend, it continues today. 3.30 kickoff for the Steelers and the Bills. That was postponed. And uh, the line still has Buffalo at minus 10. We already locked in our picks. We're yep. not moving away uh, we, from we that. We locked in at 9.5. Yeah. So. Oh, it's going to be cold. And that <laughs> thing, that field ain't heated either. So it's going to feel like concrete. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then the regular scheduled uh Super wild card game tonight is Philly at Tampa. And uh, Philly hasn't moved at all. It's still minus three uh, there tonight. But possibly some injury concerns for Jalen Hurts and whatnot. A lot of people jumping off the Philly bandwagon uh, now. So, And I do want to say you can hear that game right here on 99 The Game tonight. Mm, very Cover well. starts at 630. 630 and kickoff approximately a 7 of 15. Mm-hmm. 
And I saw the numbers for that Saturday game with the Chiefs saying the Dolphins saying that was a Peacock exclusive. Didn't hurt it at all whatsoever. Yep. Like 20 million people right. watched it still. Well, I hope you like it because this is going to end up leading to pay-per-view for your every sports. Oh, so get ready. No for pay-per-view, but I'm fine for a Peacock because, well, I already have that for entertainment purposes. But, right. Uh, I was good all there on Saturday. I know some other it's, people. It's going to end up leading to pay-per-game, basically, system, Travis. Yeah. Talk about a big money grab. Because uh-huh. yeah. the fans showed they're willing to do it. Yeah, that's true. Twenty million all signed up for Peacock, you know, minus, you know, the few of us who already had it. How many of that twenty million signed up for it? Yeah, right. So, all right. So we move along here, and we need to move on to some local sports, and we'll be talking about that coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from ninety-eight nine The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Tatopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. It's cold outside, but at McMahon Meats, we have a convenient drive-up window so you can stay in your car. Phone ahead at 217-813-6054 to place your order, and we will hand it to you in your warm car. McMahon Meats offers fresh cuts of beef, pork, chicken, and fish. We also offer a wide variety of sides and appetizers. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham. Check us out online at mcmahonmeats.com or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms including blizzards can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. If you're just tuning in, this is Fan 23, Fansville's number one sports radio station. Brought to you by Tasty Dr. Pepper. We are settling the great debate, best third quarter snack, hot dogs or nachos. You know my mantra, Doug. Uh, yes. Meaty early, early, cheesy late. late. Well, it looks like we have a caller here to weigh in. Is this Chuck? Popcorn in the third is the move. What? You go with passive snacking after halftime. No, it's nachos. Look, as long as there's an ice cold Dr. Pepper there to wash it down, I'm good with either. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And now, the starting lineup. I'll tell you that it's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game. Party people in a place to be. Now put your hands in the air with me. Now come on, now come on. Now come on, now 
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Let's take a look at uh, some local sports, some local sports that happened here on Friday and on the weekend. You set for today as well. And uh, just going uh, from the uh, top there on a Friday in a boys basketball, we had some NTC uh, clashes there, and it was the last impression before the uh, seed meeting, and we had those uh, seeds come out on a Saturday. Uh, so we'll tell you about that coming up. But uh, it was uh, Altamont uh, picking up the win over on uh, Jack FM over uh, against uh, North Clay, 60-30-9, and I said it on the uh, broadcast, and I'll say it again here. It was one of the best halves that I've ever seen Altamont play uh, there, particularly as I've known the struggles there in that Louisville gym. It just seemed like, uh, but they had no problems there in the uh, first half uh, there. And uh, 23 points in the first quarter, 22 in the second. Yeah, they led like 45 to 10 at halftime uh, there. And what a performance it was. And it was just kind of vintage Altamont basketball there. Um, turnovers and uh, layups the other way and uh, three-pointers were falling as well and the half ended there with uh, Steele and uh, Miller, Caden Miller ended up hitting a three and then uh, Millville st- steals the inbounds pass and gets the layup and that kind of put the exclamation point there on the first half and I mean uh, North Clay uh, Kinsler he had a good third quarter and good second half there all those 13 points came in the second half, and the running clock ended up being there in the fourth quarter, and North Clay outscored them 12-2. to Otherwise, it would have been even more of a lopsided score uh, there. But uh, Altamont, I thought, made a statement there on a Friday and um, throttled North Clay 60-39 there on Friday. Yeah, big win for Altamont there on Friday night. Uh, so they're 3-0 and in the NTC now, um, and that – uh, win earned them the second seed in the uh, ATC tournament ended up being uh, and then also I thought another statement was made there in the non-conference but St. Anthony v. Breeze Modern Day 79-45 to uh, St. Anthony jumped on them early there as well at the Inlow Center 19-2 to they outscored a Breeze in the opening quarter and uh, 21 points in the second and they finished things off there in the uh, fourth and they got balanced scoring here. Four Bulldogs were in double figures there. Uh, Schmidt led the way. He had 20. And Brock Fierde added 18 uh, there. Dietrich was also victorious over South Central, 54-38. to uh, 38. And uh, Dietrich was led uh, by uh, Gephardt. He had a 27. And uh, no other Maroon there was in double figures. Uh, Magnus led the way for South Central. There he had 12 points. Uh, St. Elmo picks up another win on their uh, resume, 63-52 to over Patoka. Uh, this game was fairly close throughout the game, but St. Elmo won every quarter there, and Atwood led the way. He had uh, 20 uh, points there in the game. And we also had in the Lincoln Prairie at Arcola, win over Arthur, 64-45. Argent over Heritage, 69-36. Saragorda with a win over Unity Christian, 66-24. And then also there on a Friday night, that's where Eric was. So it was a Blue Ridge, and Blue Ridge got the win over Cumberland. 57-45 was the final there on Friday in LPC action. Yeah, Cumberland too many fouls. 22 team fouls for the Pirates. Uh, Blue Ridge 16-24 of 24 from the free throw line. They also out-rebounded the Pirates 32-19. to 19. Those aren't numbers that are going to get you a lot of wins. So, no. Um, 
Cumberland actually put up the points and put up 45. That's the most points they've put up in a while. They had 31 through three quarters, Travis. That's their average. Wow. So they were putting up some points. Unfortunately, it still just wasn't enough points. Wasn't enough. So hmm. Cumberland falls again. Falls again in the conference yep. for uh, the LPC yep. seating yep. there as well. That was important. Yep. Um, Friday is when the uh, conference tournament kicks off. Hmm. Nice. Uh, so uh, elsewhere on Friday in the LIC, it was a Lawrenceville with a win over Newton, 63-49. to uh, As uh, Newton tried to come back there in the second half, but unfortunately it was just too much of a deficit uh, there. Uh, Jenkins led the way for uh, Lawrenceville. He had 29 in the game. Sanders had 21. Only three players in the scoring column for Lawrenceville, but I mean, when you have two guys score over 20, I don't need much else there. Uh, Nichols had a 17 to lead a Newton in the scoring category. It was Casey with a win over Marshall, 58-52, and North Central with a win over Paris, 51-48, and only over Mount Carmel in a close one, or not a close one, 53-31. There was the uh, final. And we also had a girls game that was postponed on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Taylorville and Charleston is postponed until uh, this upcoming uh, Saturday, I believe, or nope, it's next Monday, the 22nd, uh, there. And then a local for yesterday, or not yesterday, but Saturday, uh, we had that big 100-year celebration for Tetopolis, a lot of uh, royalty for Tetopolis in attendance there mm-hmm. uh, on a Saturday, and it was a matchup with a highly ranked team in the Class 1A polls, and Tetopolis in uh, getting votes in the uh, two away polls as well, but it's Tuscola pulling out the win. A 59 to a 52 was the uh, final score. Warriors end up uh, winning the second half uh, there as uh, Topolis tightened things up there in the second quarter uh, there. Uh, but Tuscola, too much to handle. Sweetnam led the way. He had 20. Uh, Quinn, he had 14 in the contest as well. Uh, there in another W for Tuscola in a Gaddis and Kramer were double figures for Topless, 14 points, and uh, Kramer had 11 uh, there. But Tuscola wins out there in the second half on Saturday to spoil the festivities there in T-Town. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I think I made a typo there. Woodlawn actually picked up the win over North Clay, 65 to uh, 60 was the final there. Uh, Cowden won over OPH 62-27. Lincoln Prairie at Arcola went over Central A&M 56-37. Argent over Decatur St. Teresa. And Judah Christian won over Heritage. Um, and we had Mount Carmel pick up a win against Wayne City 48-30. And we had uh, Flora winning over Vandalia in a close one 39-34. In girls basketball from uh, Saturday there, we had a couple of area teams at the Highland Basketball Tournament. It was O'Fallon Hills World 77 to 39, and Taylorville with a win of Topless 56 to 43. It's the final there in the NTC CIC shootout there in Altamont. It was a good day for the NTC as it started off with Cowden with a win over Wordsworth Latham 48-42. Uh, it was uh, the uh, JV squad from uh, CHBC winning over Altamont's JV 51 to 38 in the second game of the day. It was Neoga with a winner over Vandalia, 71-65. Looks like Neoga took control there in the second, uh, but Vandalia came back to him in the third, but uh, Neoga ended up winning in the fourth quarter there. Uh, Osborne led the way for Neoga, 18, 
Uh, Lupton had a 22 for Vandalia. Uh, the only CIC team with a victory over the NTC was in the Shelbyville game, as Shelbyville victorious over Dietrich in a close one, a good one, in overtime, 63-60. The Rams uh, won that one. Uh, Jones had a 21 for Shelbyville, and a Britain had 21 for the Maroons. Winston's two straws picked up the win over Macon Meridian, a 47-34 was the final. Looks like they won that one in the second and third quarters. It was uh, Hayes uh, with the lead for Winston's two straws. She had 14 points there. Uh, Brownstown and St. Elmo picked up the win over Central A&M, 46-35. And this was a close game throughout. It was a C-ball lead in the way for Brownstown as she had 14 Dana Hazlett had a 13 there for Brownstown as well. And uh, Bergner, the only double-figure scorer for A&M, she had 18. And it was the matchup that everyone was waiting to see. It was the four versus five in the AP Class 1A polls. And it was Altamont picking up the win over Tuscola there in a close one. And it was a good one, like you figured it would be. Altamont with a one-point victory, 53-52. of 52. Tuscola had the early lead there by five after one quarter of play. And then I thought that game really kind of swung around there in the uh, second quarter as uh, Patterson uh, was on Nelson and she ended up picking a up a couple of fouls. And so that was kind of the spark plug out there mm -hmm. for Tuscola. And they had to have her take a seat in foul trouble. So I think that game kind of flipped there uh, in the second quarter out to my 21 to 8 outscored the Warriors Ooh. there in that second quarter, and they did a lot better job. Altima had a lot of turnovers in the first quarter, uh, but I talked to Coach Carr after the game about that, and he said, yeah, we had a lot of turnovers, but we also made some key plays on defense as well when we had those turnovers. So that five-point deficit that they had in the first quarter could have been a lot larger yep. if not for a defensive effort. And there at the very end, it was uh, Nelson – Grace with uh, some big free throws uh, down the stretch, but Tuscola, give them credit. They were down by double digits at one point. You knew they were going to come back. They're just that talented. Uh, Moss, she was just a beast inside, and uh, she could have got more than 20, uh, but she got 20 hard-earned points uh, there, and Coach Carr agreed as well. Tuscola doubled up Altamont in the fourth quarter, but Altamont does just enough there. Some free throws at the very end. But it was also Grace's defense at the very end as well. She had a key steal there late in the game. Uh, she also had a block as well that prevented a three-pointer. And on the inbounds pass there at the very end, uh, Tuscola was looking for Moss. Why not? That was the girl that was doing the most damage. And uh, uh, Coach Carr said that Grace said that she wanted a garter there at the very end and knew exactly what they were going to do. Tuscola lopped it in there, and uh, Grace knocks it away there, and uh, Grunlow ended up snatching up uh, the ball and preserving the win uh, there. So Grace gets talked about a lot offensively, but uh, she came up big there defensively on Saturday. Yeah, and, and, you know, a lot of, you know, attention is on Grace Nelson, rightfully so, great player. But, Travis, it feels like as this season goes on, this Altamont team is starting to play a lot like a good team. Mm -hmm. It seems like when Grace, for whatever reason, isn't you know isn't making shots early on, or it takes her a little while to get warmed up, teammates show up and make the shots and and help keep Altamont in it. Mm -hmm. It's it's a matter of basically just kind of being there 
Because if you're there at the end, you have a chance of winning, depending on how things fall. Mm-hmm. And Ultima has just found ways to win a lot of games in yeah. a lot of different ways. Yeah. Lately, there have been a lot of come-from-behind games. They had to do that against, you know, um, Marshall. You know, they were down at the end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They ended up rallying back, had a running clock by the end of the game. And, you know, the, the game they had on Thursday night against Brownstown and St. Elmo, which was a back-and-forth affair until Ultima might take control later on in that game. And then on Saturday against Tuscola, they're finding different ways to win, and that is the mark of a good team. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so it was a heavyweight back-and-forth battle like you figured it would be, uh, but Altamont picks up the win there. And also, I don't think uh, Grace checked out one time, so she played the entire game uh, there as well. So that should also be noted yep. as well. But uh, we'll see if uh, these two teams match up later on in the season. Uh, I wouldn't mind that mm-hmm. uh, later on in the postseason a rematch. Uh, elsewhere in the LPC uh, conference tournament that got started on Saturday as the higher seed hosted these games uh, by Unity Christian with a win over Argenta by a point, 31-30. Zaragoza winning over Heritage, 52-23. It was Cumberland with a uh, blowout win against Villa Grove, 69-12. And Oka Valley over Blue Ridge, 59-32. The little Illini conference tournament in Lawrenceville is the number one seed of Mount Carmel over the eight seed Lawrenceville, 48-31. Alney with a seeding upset over Newton, 45-42. Close game throughout, but Alney wins it there in the fourth there. Uh, Paris with a win over the seventh seed, Casey Westfield, 40-25. And Robinson with a win over Marshall, 58-34 was the final uh, there. Local sports uh, for today already had one uh, final roll in as it was uh, started there in Vandalia, the girls' midwinter tournament, as FEM was victorious over the Salem JV squad. 66-20 to 20 was the final there. Also Greenville in action a little bit later, and it's Centralia and Vandalia matching up at 2.30 as well. NTC tournament also underway there in Beecher City. Haven't seen a final score for that one rolling yet, but South Central and North Clay started the day there at 10 a.m. Uh, St. Anthony and Windsor's Two Straws should be uh, battling right now. Brownstown and St. Elmo going up against Cowden Herrick Beecher City at 1 o'clock, and the 4 seed Nioga against the 5 seed Dietrich at a 2 30 there. And the winner of that South Central North Clay game will play uh, Altamont tomorrow, the number one seed uh, there in the NTC tournament. In the uh, girls Highland Girls Basketball Tournament, uh, there with uh, Topless not in action today, but Hillsborough against uh, Triad at 5.30. That's uh, the only area team in action uh, there. In the LPC Conference Tournament at Unity Christian, it's the Unity Christian against the number one seed Sullivan at 5 o'clock, Sarah Gordo against Arthur at 6.30, and Argenta against Heritage at 8 o'clock. And over at the St. Paul's Lutheran Church there in Decatur, uh, Cumberland matching up with Tri-County at 5 o'clock. Okaw Valley against Arcola at 6.30. And Villa Grove against Blue Ridge at 8 o'clock there. In the Little Illini Conference Tournament there in Lawrenceville, it's Newton against Lawrenceville at 6 o'clock. And a rivalry with Casey and Marshall at a 7.30 uh, there. Tuscola back in action tonight against uh, Moroa Forsyth. Uh, also got Central A&M at South Fork and Shelbyville hosting Martinsville uh, there. And we also got uh, the continuation there at Litchfield of the Rick McGraw Memorial Tournament. Pena and Roxanne at 2.30. Hillsboro Civic Memorial at 4. Taylorville and Greenville at 
Father McGivney versus Nick Homas at a 7 o'clock there. And you can check out the uh, scores from Saturday and a Friday, as well as the schedule for today on our website, fmradio.com. And we'll post the results later on uh, today as well for those games. Mm-hmm. All right, so we move along here. And uh, coming up, we'll talk in more basketball, but we'll hit up on uh, some college basketball and the NBA that happened over the weekend as well here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. It's cold outside, but at McMahon Meats, we have a convenient drive-up window so you can stay in your car. Phone ahead at 217-813-6054 to place your order, and we will hand it to you in your warm car. McMahon Meats offers fresh cuts of beef, pork, chicken, and fish. We also offer a wide variety of sides and appetizers. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham. Check us out online at mcmahonmeats.com or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the Effingham Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now... Where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Love we'll go first. Semis once. Travis. Third round, three times. Semis once, once this year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus, oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. (laughs) Thought this was a freaking trick question. Eric Transports in our update. The Blues picked up a point but suffered the loss in a 4-3 overtime loss to the Boston Bruins at Enterprise Center on Saturday. St. Louis now has 44 points and 28-18-2 record. They host Philadelphia tonight. 
College basketball action. Lindenwood lost to Tennessee State. Missouri State took down Evansville. Southeast Missouri State fell to Tennessee Tech. Southern Illinois went down against Drake. SAU Eversville beat Moorhead State. And Western Illinois edged out Eastern Illinois. The Bulls avoided disaster by beating the San Antonio Spurs 122-116 at Frost Bank Center on Saturday. The Bulls watched their 18-point third-quarter lead turn into an 8-point fourth deficit before going on a 24-10 run to end the game. Lucevic led the way with 24 points and 16 rebounds, and Io had 21 points off the bench for Chicago. The Bulls are ninth in the Eastern Conference at 19-22. They visit Cleveland tonight. The Blackhawks earned three goals in the third period of a 3-1 loss to the Dallas Stars at the United Center on Saturday. Chicago now 26 points, a 12-29-2 record. They host San Jose tomorrow night. The Bears are looking for a new offensive coordinator. The interview at least four known candidates for the vacancy over the weekend. That includes Seahawks OC Shane Waldron, 49ers passing game coordinator Clint Kubak, as well as Kentucky OC Liam Cohen and Seahawks quarterback coach Greg Olson. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there, other sports and arts. Former Bear. Former Bear, that's Greg right. Olson, bring him back. Up in the broadcast booth. Oh, no, there. now he's a uh, quarterback coach. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe it's a different one. He's still, he was still doing games with Fox. He's... He was on the call on s- yesterday in the okay, Packers well, game. Well, that's a different Greg Olson. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at his summer college basketball from uh, this weekend. Uh, there, uh, nobody really was in action on uh, Saturday in top 25, uh, but uh, Purdue uh, they were victorious over Penn State, 95 to uh, 78. Uh, Zach Eady, 30 points, 20 rebounds against Penn State, just dominated for the big fella. Uh, TCU earning a Big 12 win. They upset number two, Houston, 68-67. They're on a late shot there. Kansas bounced back with a win over Oklahoma, 78-66. Georgia winning over, or Tennessee winning over Georgia, 85-79. Kentucky goes down in overtime. They lose to Texas A&M, 97-92. North Carolina all over Syracuse, 103-67. Washington State pulls off the upset with number eight, Arizona, 73-70. Um, Wisconsin won over Northwestern, 71-63 there. Let's see, New Mexico upset number 19, San Diego State, 88-70. So final score. And West Virginia won against number 25, Texas, 76-73. Uh, there in top 25 action on a Saturday. On a Sunday, it was uh, UConn winning over Georgetown, eighty to sixty-seven. Uh, Memphis won twelve to eighty-six over Wichita State. Any defense here? No, I guess not. Mm-mm. FAU won over UNIB, eighty-six seventy-three. And you know what happened on Sunday as well in top twenty-five action. Number ten team in the country goes down there at the State Farm Center, seventy-six to sixty-seven was the final there yesterday and we'll talk more about this game uh tomorrow and unpack everything there and also on a sunday it was michigan state with the win over rutgers you saw that game before the Illini game tipped off there 73 of 55 in the greatest 30 seconds in michigan state history when tom when tom Izzo's son scores his first points yep. in four years yep. and the bench and uh breslin center loved that there yesterday and did that make my top three? Eh? 
we'll see you here in just a second to uh, uh, close out the show here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Dan Heck Chevrolet in Effingham, our model closeout sale is in full swing. The 2023 models must go to make room for more models coming in daily. Need a truck for work or play? Choose the number one selling retail full-size truck, Chevy Silverado, and discover the deals we're making. Whether you need light duty or heavy duty, we have your truck either in stock or coming in. Big savings now at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, online at danheck.com. And now, shut up. I'm so tired of spoiled, privileged kids thinking that they deserve something. They don't deserve anything. You earn it. Shut up. With your 256,000 signatures, who gives a crap? They're most probably bots anyways. The starting lineup. Hi, my name is Eric. And I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Aurora. Excellent. I've had plenty of day jobs. Nothing I'd call a career. I'll say this. I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. It's from Wayne's World. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? On 98.9 The Game. Start in the lineup. We're on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We just say a smidge, a bit, a longer. Now we'll switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast. But it's the uh, post weekend, so you know what we like to do here on a Monday. It's the top three uh, from the sports weekend. And now it's time for the top three. Top three from the uh, Sports Weekend, and in no particular order, but I'll start off with my number three. A little behind the scenes here, that uh, last bumper was called the Saints Stumbling In. There's another team that was uh, stumbling, and that was the Dallas Cowboys losing again in the playoffs. Coming up short, once again, I, I want you to do well. I really don't think that you deserve all the hate that you get. But then you go out and put up a performance like this. So you deserve everything you get today. My number one, Travis. Illini doing Illini things. Oh, we'll talk gosh. more about that tomorrow. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Illini do Illini things. My Sunday didn't start off very why, well. Why do we expect more? Why do we expect better? Mm, yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. We will. We will. My number two moment from the uh, sports weekend is also in the NFL playoffs, and we already talked about it at the top of the show, but it was the Detroit Lions 
uh, winning their first playoff game at Ford Field 30 years. And, hey, tip my hat to you. Lions winning is my number two. My number two, Travis, is the bad side of sports fans, and that was at the Bulls ceremony on Friday at halftime. Yeah. Booing the wife of the widow of Mm -hmm. uh, Jerry Krause. You may not have liked the guy. That's not the time to do it. Right. Because she was emotional. She was crying. She was. But she wasn't crying for the right reasons. Yeah. She was crying because she was getting heckled for nothing she did. Exactly. It just, it was, as I saw some of the Bulls players say, you know, and and if you want to be mad at someone, be mad at Reinsdorf and his son. They were there. They owned the team. They could have kept it all together. If you want to be mad at someone and vocalize it, be mad at them. Yeah. Don't be mad at someone who's dead and his widow. It just exactly. it, that's that was a bad, bad look. And mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of the top names in basketball don't want to come to Chicago. Yeah, that was definitely a bad look by the sports fans of Chicago uh, there. But I only blame one person for that. It's Michael Jordan. And all the things that he said there on the first day yeah. on the last dance yes. documentary. Yes. So yep. Uh, and but, then he didn't have the nerve to show up. Exactly. Uh, but Chicago, be better there. I knew that would make your list, so yep. I left it off mine. Yep. Uh, but my number one, obviously, was the Altamont-Tuscola game uh, there on a Saturday. It lived up to the hype. And I love when these two teams get together, no matter boys basketball, yep. girls basketball. It's always fun. And it was uh, another fun one there on Saturday. My number one, Travis, is the good side of the sports fans of Chicago. It was Cubs Con weekend, and they spent the whole weekend yelling out Cody Bellinger and asking why they haven't signed Cody Bellinger. And when Dansby Swanson was asked, what is your goal for the 2024 season? He said to re-sign Cody Bellinger and then get to work. So, sign Cody Bellinger. (laughs) It's pretty simple there. Yeah. Everybody wants it. Also, Patrick Wisdom was challenged to a push-up contest by a kid and lost. So that was good, too. Mm. Like seeing it. So Sign him. Sign him. And I thought it was also going to be uh, Imiga there saying, Hey, Chicago, what do you say? Yep. Cubs are going to win today. Yeah. Clear English. That's the first thing he said in his like press it. conference. I like it, Travis. <laughs> but I, I just love the whole crowd hijacking Henry's little little press conference Q and A he had at CubsCon, wanting to know why haven't you signed Cody Bellinger? And Dansby Swanson coming out saying, "My goal for 2024 is to re-sign Cody Bellinger and then get back to work." Like, yeah. Make it happen. Do it. What are you waiting for? Make it happen. Make I don't it know. Happen. I don't know what they're waiting for there, but uh, we're going to get out of here and uh, we'll continue to uh, talk about things in uh, the uh, podcast. We'll have more stuff to say on uh, the NBA and more stuff to say about that bull ceremony uh, there as well. So uh, check us out there. Don't forget about the uh, playoff game later tonight here on ESPN Radio, Philly and uh, Tampa. And uh, we'll be back to recap it tomorrow. And uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlin versus Joe. And enjoy and stay warm. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. (laughs) 
Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. And uh, coming up, we got some random news and uh, notes to uh, clean up from and see whatever else we can get into here on the pod. And we'll save our pick'em recap for the double dose of games today are over. So uh, we'll wait to recap that all tomorrow uh, from the weekend, too. So did want to pass along congratulations to Brownstown St. Elmo Seaball, who passed 1,000 career points over the weekend at the CIC uh, NTC. Yeah. I know that was something they were talking about Thursday night when Altamont played them, and it was – I know she was really, really close at that point. So mm-hmm. congratulations to her for right. for breaking that. All right, definitely. Congrats. Yep. So and that was a good win there on yep. Saturday for them. Sure was. So. All righty. Let's uh, let's go through this here. We got actually quite a quite a few little things, Travis. First of all, mm-hmm. the Chargers, yep, are looking at adding a big name as they continue their search for a new head coach. As ESPN reports, that Los Angeles set to be the first NFL team to interview Jim Harbaugh about their head coaching vacancy. The Michigan head coach has connections to the Chargers and owner Dean Spanos. After finishing his playing career with the franchise in 2000, Harbaugh went 44-19-1 in four seasons as the head coach of the 49ers from 2011 to 2014 before returning to the college ranks. So he that's a team he's been connected to quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep, so only the he's first. officially in the, in the running. First of many yep. interviews. Well, we can hope. We can hope anyways. Yeah. One of the most controversial players in the NBA, Travis, makes his return to the hardwood on Monday. ESPN reports Warriors forward Draymond Green is expected to play against the Memphis Grizzlies at the FedEx Forum. Green considered retiring after he was suspended for throwing a punch at Joseph Nurkic on December 12th. 33-year-old met with Adam Silver and was recently reinstated by the NBA after serving the indefinite suspension. He's been suspended six times in his 12-year career. All right, so thank you to Adam Silver yeah, for thanks. talking him thanks a lot. into staying. Loser. <laughs> uh, Draymond. Yeah. Two of the worst teams in the league, Travis, have made a trade. So if uh, two teams make a trade and no one cares, does it really happen? Apparently it does because Detroit and the Wizards have agreed to a trade. Detroit is sending forwards Marvin Bagley III and Isaiah Livers and two future second-rounders to Washington for Gallinari and Mike Muscala. Bagley averaged 10.2 points and 4.5 rebounds in 18.4 minutes per game this season. He was acquired from Sacramento in 2021 after the Kings took him second overall in the 2018 NBA draft. Pistons will now save $12.5 million in Bagley's guaranteed money for 24-25. Gallinari, Musaka, and Livers are all on expiring contracts. So, again, does it really matter if those two teams make a trade? Uh, no, no. Nah, not really, but not really. I guess just kind of unloaded some contracts yep. there, too. So, uh, Two players led Michigan in the college football playoff national championship title are preparing, beginning to prepare for the next level as J.J. McCarthy and Blake Quorum have officially declared for the NFL draft on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep, I saw that. Uh, ESPN NFL draft analyst Mel Kiper Jr. has him ranked. That's uh, McCarthy is the fifth-best quarterback in the class. Quorum capped off his college career with 1,245 yards, 27 touchdowns. He's listed as Kiper's fourth-ranked tailback in the draft. Hmm. 
The Longhorns are adding a major playmaker through the transfer portal. Former Alabama wide receiver Isaiah Bond has committed to Texas. Bond entered the portal following the retirement of legendary Crimson Tide head coach Nick Saban last week. He led Alabama with 48 receptions last season to go along with 668 yards and four touchdowns. Bond will help fill the void left by departing top wide receiver targets Isaiah Worthy as well as Mitchell and Jordan Wingington to the NFL. Hmm. And Manning's still there. I heard I, I was almost duped by the internet who said that uh, Arch Manning had entered the uh, transfer portal, but he has not. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Travis, do you know the Australian Open it gets underway? No. First Grand Slam of the year is underway in Melbourne. Hmm. Already had, uh, I think, uh, Osaka went down. Hmm. Yeah, no, I had no idea that was going on, so may I'll have to pay attention. Uh, Heat legend will be immortalized in Miami. The team announced yesterday that it's going to place an eight-foot bronze statue of Dwayne Wade outside of the Kaiser Center this fall. Team President Pat Riley made the announcement during a halftime ceremony honoring Wade being inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame last year. Wade says he's very grateful for the statue and never even dreamed of this moment. Meanwhile, the Heat beat the Hornets 104-87 last night. It was the fewest points scored against the Heat all season. Miami will take on the Nets in Brooklyn tonight. Yeah, so it'll be outside the arena there. And I think that's the first one that they've had outside of their stadium. I I thought for sure it was going to say it was a LeBron statue. I I was so... (laughs) Well, uh, maybe that's the next one with yes. their dunk yes. that they had. A UW-Milwaukee student, Travis, is internet famous for getting her car stuck in the snow as Lucy Kurkowski got all kinds of attention over the weekend because Green Bay Packer quarterback Jordan Love tried to help get her car out of the snowbank in De Pere, Wisconsin. She was home visiting family when she got stuck. Love noticed her predicament and started to push her car, but Kurowski said she stopped him, saying, quote, you have a big game this weekend. Eventually, Kurowski got her car out and even got a selfie with Love to remember the day by. Ah, uh, well, I mean, there you go. I got the got the selfie, so well, you know what actually that, happened. That's why he won. He <laughs> that car out. Yeah. She could have been a real jerk and be like, help me out. You're a famous celebrity. Help me. Or, I mean, he had some good karma working on. I guess so. So, Hey, what do you know? Uh, The NFL is once again breaking viewership records. Saturday's playoff game between the Chiefs and Dolphins is now the most streamed live event in U.S. history. The Super Wild Card Weekend matchup was shown exclusively on Peacock, as we said. Nielsen reports 23 million total viewers watched the Chiefs punch their ticket to the divisional round. The game also helped break the record for the most internet usage ever in the country on a single date. Wow. How about that? Uh, so I can't find it. Now I had it pulled up here just a second ago. Now that apparently is some deceiving numbers oh. uh, there as well. So apparently in the – there were parts of the country where you could watch it on NBC. Gotcha. I think it's like locally, like Kansas City area, Miami area. You could watch it. So that is in taking into account the people that watched it mm-hmm. on TV mm-hmm. plus – on Peacock as well. And just like when you join a gym in January, we'll see how those people keep coming back and we'll see your return of investment for Peacock if you just signed up for it for this game and you stay on till the end of the month or uh, you cancel your subscription. We'll see. Yeah. That's where your true numbers of return of investment Travis, are. Travis, get ready. I'm going to say it right here on this podcast. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Within five years, the Super Bowl will be on Peacock. Ooh. 
It will be stream only on Peacock. Wow. Yeah. And then once that happens and they see the numbers come in for it, the Super Bowl will always be on a streaming service. Hmm. Yeah. We may be not too far off on that possibility. Within five years. This was a test to see if people would sign up and if the servers could handle it. And it did, and they did. This was a test. They've seen it successful. If you don't think CBS and their Paramount Plus, you know, partnership there, they weren't looking at this. ESPN and Hulu weren't looking at this. This is where the future of sports is heading. It's going to be streaming. You're going to have to pay for it. That is the future. Oof. Wow. Specifically the big things. Yeah. yeah potentially. Yep. I would be shocked if that yep. happens. So. And Travis, I, I thought you'd like this. This is based off of Detroit winning. You could say that hell is freezing over in Michigan. Yeah. After the could. Detroit Lions beat the L.A. Rams this past weekend, the newspaper posted a screenshot of the temperature in the town of Hell, Michigan, with the words confirmed, hell froze over. It was minus <laughs> three degrees at the end of the game. It was the first time in 32 years Lions had a playoff win. So hell froze over in Michigan, yeah. and the Lions won. That's true. How about that? It I literally love did. that. It literally did freeze yep, over. I appreciate that. That's yeah. that's a good use of media. I am a fan of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. That is uh, that's what I got for Sports Center. That's what you got for Sports Center. All right. So uh, I don't really see anything else on the mm-hmm. side there on ESPN. Nope. Uh, besides, you mentioned Alabama uh, there, uh, and didn't I tell you? The, yep. the decision would be coming, the Nick Saban's replacement. Yep. And uh, sure enough, it happened on Friday. Yep. Not too long after I uploaded the podcast yep, on Friday. Yeah, that's how it always works. Uh, so it looks like the guy, a following of the guy, is going to be a Washington uh, coach, Kalen DeBoer, mm-hmm. or former Washington coach. He was introduced there as a press conference uh, over the weekend as well. So yep. uh, they found their replacement. Uh, quickly, and it's the AP Coach of the Year of the Washington Huskies, DeBoer, going to be leading things there in Tuscaloosa. So they found their guy. They did. And then Washington found their guy to replace him. So, Right, yeah. So it ended up being from a Pac-12 school, but it's not the coach from Oregon. It's the coach from Washington uh, there. And I think uh, Dominic and I were talking about this on uh, Friday going to the game on Friday night that uh, DeBoer uh, has some uh, ties to uh, Southern Illinois and uh, was a coach Mm. at uh, the Salukis uh, there at one point during his uh, career. And then he moved on to uh, South Dakota State and put them on the map and uh, then moved on there to Washington uh, there. And now he's Alabama. Yep. So... Started from the bottom. Now we're here. And now we're here to the premier program in the country. Well, he used to be, Travis. Is it still? We'll have to wait and see. I'll have to wait and see until they, and somebody knocks him off. I know Georgia might be that. and They might be a top-ranked class in recruiting, but it's still Alabama. That's true. Until they knock him off there. We'll see how far things fall uh, for uh, Coach DeBoer. Uh, there now. That's the only other thing I wanted to mention there. Um, 
there's one other thing I was going Say to mention. Say anything else? Uh, the the last thing I was going to mention was um, on the baseball front, as we talked about um, the Cubs uh, convention over the weekend. But I thought for sure there was something else now, and now I can't seem to remember what it is. Oh, it's very simple, Travis. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. We are a month away from spring training. A month away. Yes. Our very own Bob Shields was at Cardinal uh, Caravan this weekend. Nice. Uh, and got us some liners that we'll be putting in for Cardinal games and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for those when you listen to St. Louis Cardinal Baseball in 99 the game. But, um, yeah, looking forward to the uh, the start of spring training in a month. I'm just looking forward to the warmer weather. Well, yeah, that's that's – Part two is that when spring training's coming, that means warmer weather is right around the corner as well. Uh, instead of sending people to the Cardinal Caravan and Mattoon, who potentially be sent to Florida to cover spring training. Sorry, Travis, can't. Uh, it's not in the budget. Not in the budget. Ah, uh, darn. We're not getting any comps for that. I thought I'd ask. Yeah, I, I worth the <laughs> shot. You know, the worst I'm going to say is no. Hey, so, sometimes you got to shoot your shot. You don't know the questions you never ask. You exactly. don't know the answers if you don't ask it. So exactly. I appreciate you asking, but we, we can't. No, no. Darn. No. All right. Well. Then you want to be here to call the end of basketball season, right? You, yeah, absolutely. got to be here for that. Yeah, definitely with the uh, NTC tournament starting yep. on the girls' side of this week. I'm definitely looking forward to that. And the boys, of course. As well, yep. coming up uh, the next week. Yep. Uh, there. So, and then we roll into postseason play. Yeah, very quickly after that. It's what only a week or two after the end of conference tournaments, we're mm-hmm. in postseason play. So, something like I that. know brackets will be out the first. So we are mm. half a month away from knowing where everyone's going as far as brackets go. So, mm. and trust me, we will break those down. Yeah, definitely. We'll be we exploring got March brackets one of those. coming up soon too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can all be wrong. Exactly with how crazy <laughs> everything has been this season already in the regular year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably going to be even more nuts. Yep. Yep. Uh, there, we'll see how far we can pick Illinois. You mean? Oh, I was going to say how far we can last in our bracket game. You mean like last year when we were all done by the second weekend? Yeah. No, we don't need to revisit that. It still makes me mad every time I think about it. I know. I know it does. (sighs) Ridiculous. Now all across sports, there's upsets everywhere. I know. In the postseason. What are we doing? Mm. I know one thing that we are doing. We are getting out of here for the day. So enjoy the rest of your day. And enjoy the rest of Super Wild Card Weekend. Back to recap those two games that happen here today as well as we'll be back to talk about the Illini uh, there on a Sunday and break that all down until then thanks for listening thanks for downloading peace out peace out